Hey everyone, hope you're okay. So as promised for this month, we're talking about confidence. So I have got um, James who is going to speak to us about gym confidence. Um, so hey James, thanks for coming on. How are you doing? Hi Victoria, I'm very well. Thank you for having me. How are you? Yeah, not bad. So if you just want to tell uh, my clients like a little bit about you and obviously what you do. <laughs> Okay, so my name is James Kelly. Um, I've been a personal trainer for just over two years now. Uh, I started my personal training career in Snap Fitness Gym in Ashton Gate, located in Bristol. And earlier this year, I made the decision to transition to Snap Fitness. So another branch of Snap Fitness, but in Filton, in another area of Bristol. Uh, Basically, yeah, it was a bit of a bad environment for me in that gym. Wasn't really enjoying it, not really getting on with one of the PTs. Uh, we pretty much clashed from day one, um, but very thankful for it. Um, learned a lot. I was really thankful for COVID because I was doing some outdoor sessions and it looked, sort of like boosted my confidence experience as a first time personal trainer. So that was a bit of a blessing in disguise for me, really. And then um, moving up to Filton, it's a bigger gym. I feel I'm working with clients that I actually want to work with now. Uh, I feel like the demographics um yeah, very different. So really enjoying it, loving my one-to-one in a minute and looking to sort of transition more into online uh, next year. But fitness has always been a massive passion of mine. Uh, I've been into it since, oh, as long as I can remember, really. And I always remember like 16 years old, stepping into the gym for the first time, looking at the free weights area. Absolutely <laughs> scared to bits. And this links in with this probably quite nicely. Yeah. No confidence at all. I didn't have a clue what I was doing for many years with diet, um lifting weights form technique all wrong um but probably like you victoria as well got self-educated uh yeah. learned learned through everything i could find online uh podcasts videos everything like that and yeah that's definitely helped um because unfortunately a personal training course doesn't teach you that much it just uh puts you on the gym floor mm-hmm. uh, so you can teach someone to lift weights safely but that is really just the start of your journey um so yeah two years in absolutely loving it a long way to go but it's amazing to see how like far i've come right now and it's brilliant to be able to teach my passion every day and actually helping people from a standpoint where i once was um so yeah that's uh pretty much me in a nutshell and, and it's funny you say that about like the PT course and I'm going to go off on a tangent straight away. I mean, we are talking about gym confidence, so it does relate. But, you know, yeah. when you do the PT course, it is nothing at all what you need to do, really. It just says how you should teach a class, the format that you should do, <clears throat> health and safety checks you should do with clients, like before starting a session and things like that. But there's never like, oh, this is how you do it. And a lot of PTs like might not openly tell you this, but they have something called imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. Um, have you heard of that? Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. So like imposter syndrome is just where you feel like you don't belong and you shouldn't be there and you don't know enough. And I think the gym confidence of like a PT, you think, oh, you've done this course, you know everything, you can just rock up and that's it. And it's like, no, every PT seems to have like imposter syndrome where they feel like they never know enough. And maybe that's why, like, you know, you've educated yourself and I continually educate myself because I just feel like just don't know enough. I don't know enough. I don't feel I've got imposter syndrome anymore. But 100% when I first started, I felt like I didn't know enough to be doing the job. So did you feel like that when you first started PTing? Oh, 100%. I remember, I'll always remember to this day, 
So I stepped in on my first day and the three other personal trainers were there and I was just standing there. I was like, well, I don't know what to do because in a normal job, like you get sort of like, you get someone sat with you to teach you the basics, but you're now self-employed. Um, yeah. So, okay. Yeah. You go on something called gym rent where you do like hours for the gym to cover your rent to begin with. But I was like, so what do I do now? And, and there's no one there to teach you the ropes. No, exactly. Like, off you go. <laughs> yeah. And I did, I've never run a business. It's my first, um, self-employed role and I was just standing there like oh, I don't know what to do and the assistant manager it was COVID at the time she was like oh you've got to check in and everyone so I was like you know what you just got to go for it I felt so nervous but I just started introducing myself to everyone I was like oh hi I'm James I'm a new personal trainer here um if you've got if you need any help of anything please just approach me and my words were stuttering I was like hi I'm James um yeah uh, yeah, I'm a new personal <laughs> trainer. Uh, it, honestly, it was a sham. I felt I was I felt like I was going bright red, but I just stuck at it. Um, I mean, not no one really approached me to be honest, but that's fine. And then I got my first client, and this was the scary one. I was like, oh god, what, what do I do? Okay, I remember like having like all the par cube form, like client questionnaire, already on my first day, thinking like I was going to get clients. Then I was like, oh god, I've got to have everything ready. <laughs> yeah. um, and then I remember going outside to my car before the consultation to try and sign them up and like rehearsing it in like the like the wing mirror and yeah. just like right okay blah, 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 we'll do this 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 but honestly looking back it was like the worst consultation I've probably ever done and I, I probably confused the hell out of them I was talking about like energy expenditure calorie deficit this is what we're gonna do blah 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 yeah. well again uh, it's that anyway. imposter syndrome kind of creeping in that yeah. you're not that you feel that you don't know enough and you're not that confident so then you kind of overcomplicate it by telling everyone all mm. your knowledge. And and to be honest, sometimes I still do that to this day. You know, I think if I get like a client or a consultation, you know, I want to tell everyone like, look, this is how much I know. I know all this information. And, you know, there's there's PTs out there that don't even care, um, that don't get this mm. imposter syndrome, but that's because they're not a great PT. But I think at the heart of that, like the way to overcome imposter syndrome or you know confidence issues is practice what you want to get better at and upskill your knowledge as well you know so get as much knowledge around that scenario so you know like you said you know you got the park you forms you got a consultation form you know you had that information to hand so then it kind of makes it a little bit easier to kind of do what you were trying to do and be confident in what you were doing yeah, definitely. And I think with the imposter syndrome, I was there thinking, like going through all this, they were just going to like chirp up and go, oh, no, that's not right. That's not how you do it. Yeah. But it's like, whoa, 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 James, take a back seat. Hang on a minute. Think about it. You're the professional here. Yeah, OK, I'm just yeah. starting my journey off 100 percent. But even if you muck up, they're not going to know because they come to you for help kind of thing. But yeah, in the back of my mind, I was like, oh, it's like a script. I've got to get this perfect 100% or they're going to go, I've much said like a deficit was a surplus or whatever it was. And it's like, no, that's not the way it works. And as you said, 100%, you get more confident. And now going into a consultation, I could have never have like dreamed of being in this position, like speaking about the stuff I am and yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like another thing. It's like you're you're sort of asking these people um, for their like hard earned money. So for me, because it's like so personal and it's always been a passion of mine, I want to do a good job. I don't want them to like fail. And I remember I had this like early client and like after a month, she was like, oh, I've lost um, 0.4 kilograms or, or something like that. It was like really, really like little, little of the weight loss. And 
I was just there thinking, oh my God, I'm such a failure. But then I looked back on it. I was like, well, hang on a minute. You haven't done anything I've told you to do. And then I was like, oh, okay. It's not just me. But that feeling of like failure, um, it showed me that I care about this and I always want to do a good job. And that's why I'm just trying to make myself better. Always self-educate myself. Value, value, value. And now looking back, like when I first started, I would literally just send them like this fat loss one-on-one PowerPoint. And it was just, it was just awful. But now, like what I've got, like in my like business, is, is just offers so much more value. And as I said, like beforehand, I could never have seen myself at this point. And like we were just talking about earlier, basically, like two years have passed. Where am I going to be in two years? And where is my business going to be there? So yeah, it is. It is very scary. Like anything starting, um, and I, I feel like people people on the gym floor they're they're nervous as it is like starting they look at you as a personal trainer and they probably see you as like sort of like a superhero like when you train it's like oh my god that looks amazing they know what they're doing but it's like no no no, you don't understand what we are feeling like to approach people on the gym floor um talking to them it is scary it is really confidence in the gym goes both ways like you say you know obviously we're going to talk about our best practices for clients obviously going to the gym or you know a new environment for the first time but then from a PT perspective, obviously, we've got that. And, you know, people go, oh, I'm scared to go to a class. Imagine how scared I was to teach a class after just working in bars and restaurants. All of a sudden, I've got a wireless mic on. I've got a headset. I've got a run through, like, health and safety stuff. See if anyone's new in the class, if anyone's got any injuries, you know, talk through what the class is going to be. And then deliver a class and then do a cool down and a, a stretch and all that. And it's like, I, I think, yes, okay it's it's right to be nervous obviously going into a class but then you know don't feel that the people in there have never been in that situation or that we have never felt that because of course we have you know trying to teach a class you know yes again over time by doing things you get confident and and that's like kind of the underlying principle of just repeating things but yeah so people that are new and scared of coming in just think everyone in that gym has been in your position at one point and I think that's the most important thing to remember regardless of who it is whether they're teaching that class and they seem as confident as ever they've just got more years of practice than you have. Yeah absolutely I 100% agree and going back to the classes I remember like teaching my first class like oh my god I've never done a class before so I went to like the assistant gym manager and I was like well I need help he's like okay here's a basic circuit class and now I look back on it oh my god it was like high knees jumping jacks um like star jumps and like like all this rubbish stuff and I was so nervous and I was like and now I look back and I was like again James they're not going to know if you didn't put jumping jacks before like press-ups or press-ups were meant to come up no one's going to chirp up and be like oh well actually (laughs) it was press-ups after jumping jacks instead of whatever it was and I remember like messaging like one girl from the gym I was like hi um could I just get some feedback and she was like, yeah, it was okay. It just wasn't very challenging. And again, I felt like such a failure. I was like, oh my God, I've mucked up. I failed. But now teaching classes in like this new, um, in this new gym in Filton, it's like, it's quite well known for its classes. My classes have improved. And like anything, yeah. it's just practice and you've got to learn from your mistakes. So I'm so glad like I made all those mistakes. And everyone starts you know? somewhere. Exactly. They really do. And I think a good example of everyone like listening to this, if you look back on your first day, at your first job, okay, or what or the job you're in now, for example, mm-hmm. you were probably absolute rubbish at it. As we said before, you've got someone there. 
um, helping you manage the systems. But over time, it's just going to become the new normal like anything. And now you probably do your job without even thinking about it. But one day you had to be rubbish at it. You've got you've always got to be rubbish at something. And this is where it comes into gym confidence. You've just got to start. Okay, yeah, your bicep curl, your squat might be rubbish. But you've you've just got to start off. And this is something I will share. I couldn't do a Romanian deadlift or hip hinge until I was like 28. And I'll happily share that. OK, um, it was only until like another PT taught me to do it. And in COVID, I hip hinged properly and I felt it for the first time. I was like, oh, my God, I just hip hinged. This is amazing. <laughs> like my back squat was awful. I've been benching wrong for like 10 years. and I've only just learned it. And as PTs, we're still learning. All right. We're not going to yeah. get everything right. But that's not the point. It's just we started off, we've made all the mistakes, we've learned. And as long as you learn from it, that's the most important yeah. thing. And as well, yeah. that continual education as well, isn't it? You know, it's not yeah. like, oh, that's it, you've learned it, end of story. It's yeah. continually going over it, perfecting it, getting better practice routines and all, and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. And if people just throw in the towel when they like sort of fail the first time, because I think I saw like a really good meme. It's quite cheesy, but I think it said fail is the stands for first attempt in learning. And as cheesy as it sounds, it's actually really true. Um, And so you just learn from it. And at at the time, failing feels awful. It really does. But I've had an example like this weekend. I sat down on Friday after I got back to the gym about 9 a.m. I was like, right. Let's get these video uh, videos recorded for my educational portal. And I just smashed them out and it was great. But then I realized that I was using Loom, which is a um, like sort of a program you can like. Yeah, I use that for playing. Yeah, while filming yourself. And I realized it was always running in the background. It was running really slow. So my video would like sort of like lag before the beginning. I was like, why is this happening? So I watched them back and I would just freeze for a little bit. I was like, that doesn't look professional. And then I realized like you go on the computer task manager or whatever it is. And it was always running in the background. So every video I had popped up, it was always running. And that's what made it so slow. So anyway, I removed all that and it just ran like clockwork. So I got through the videos and I was like, oh, this is brilliant. But then the mistake I made, and this is where I learned, is closing all those down it didn't upload the video properly so they're still now in my loom still uploading but because i closed the process it couldn't upload 100 percent. right and then i learned this last night and i was like oh my god i've just spent all that time but i was like no 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 look at this way james a positive and a negative if you yeah. hadn't done that all your videos would have froze but now you know how to run it like clockwork but if you hadn't made that mistake you never would have learned and your videos would never have got better so after doing this with you I've got 10 to go, but it's fine because they're going to look better. Um, and yeah, OK, I could have gotten all done on Friday. And, and I think that's the thing you've better. got to remember with confidence as well. You know, it's like you're not going to go, oh, right. I really want to do this. Whether obviously we talk about going to the gym today, you know, I really want to go to the gym. Like it's not going to look perfect the first time you go. And it's about those baby steps. And no matter what you do, you're never going to be confident in everything. It's never going to be perfect first time. And I think. Because you look at like Instagram and Facebook and it's everyone's highlight reel of, oh, look at me, look how amazing I am. And it's like, people are only showing you the best side. People don't show you the worst side. They don't show you their epic fails. Like, you know, they don't say, oh, I've messed this up or I've done that. You only see what people want you to see and you only see the best of people because that's all they want to put out. You know, and I I can say, you know, sometimes I'm guilty of that as well. Um, with clients and in this group you know I'm very honest with um, my clients of what's going on in my life because I feel that that 
is important you know that my life isn't sunshine and roses and you know my laptop has broke a few times while I've been doing presentations or the screen's gone I've had to start it again and Mm -hmm. you know it's it's just how it is but then through that you become more confident in either talking or going to the gym or kind of whatever it is so just kind of winding back to the topic of gym confidence obviously for clients um how did you start at the gym? So you, you you touched on it a little bit there, but how did you kind of start at the gym? How did you kind of approach that situation? So um, starting at the gym, sorry, are we talking about me starting my fitness journey? Yeah, 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 yeah. You person, yeah, yeah. As, as like a 16-year-old starting? Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Okay, yeah. So yeah, I so touched on it. So stepping into that weight room, I'll always remember that and just being like, I always... I always remember this moment. I went to my best friend Max. I used to go to my best friends. I was like, "Can you help me? I, I don't know what to do for my chest." <laughs> and he was like, "Yeah, just do this." And again, I wasn't doing it right. But I was like in like going into sixth form at the time, and like every free period I'd have every day, I'd cycle, and there was this massive hill. I'd go up it, push my bike up it, go home, get changed, and go to the gym, and I'd never give up. Mm-hmm. And it was the one thing. I was a very lazy kid at school. Like I sucked at sports. Um, yeah, I was a little chubby. I just, I was lazy. I I always gave up on stuff. And the gym was the one thing that came into my life and I never gave up on. Even though putting like maximal years of effort in and seeing like minimal results, because again, didn't know what I was doing. Um, and I just kept at it. And I think that just helped build mm-hmm. my confidence. And over time, as like we said, I got self-educated. Um, I learned because there was, there was no one there really to help me. But then I did... I thought it was time. I was in Liverpool at the time. I was like, right, I'm going to hire a personal trainer. So I approached this guy called Ashley um, in the gym group. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Quite simply, can you help me? And then I remember there was one time where I looked in the mirror and it was the first time in my life that I actually saw change in my body. And I just burst into tears. And I'll, I'll happily admit that because it was so like important to me because I was, yeah. it's all I wanted because I've, ne- I've never been like happy with my reflection. And still to this day, people watching this or hearing this, they're probably going to be like, wait, a personal trainer, a lot sort of like still not happy with their reflection. I'm still not. I'm still working. Well, I think you could forever changing how you are. Like, you know, and, I talk about this when I talk about goal setting, you know, you'll set some goals and you'll think, oh, that's that's where I want to get to. And you get to that goal and then there's always something new and there should always be something new. Yeah. You should always be striving for something. And, you know, you're never going to be 100 percent happy. But then that's the point of going to the gym, you know, and keeping it going all the time. You're continually improving. You're continually getting better. You know, you're continually striving towards a new goal, whether that's weight loss, whether that's weight training, whether that's getting fitter, healthier, stronger, whatever it is. You know, there's always somewhere else you can go, especially with the gym. It's not like a finite thing. It doesn't you don't just stop going. It's like it's forever. It's a continual thing, obviously, once you start going. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not just like I've lost 10 kilograms. Right. That's it. Cancel my gym membership. See you later. Like, no, no, no. What's the next goal? And I remember Ashley telling me, he was like, you'll never be satisfied. I was like, yeah. and it's so true. So it's like, yeah, you can get to like a certain amount of body fat or <laughs> feel like good, like lean, but you're like, oh, maybe just a little <laughs> bit leaner. You're always going to want more. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I love that. It's because it always challenges you. And that's why I like progressive. And that keeps you going. Good. Like, and, and you mm-hmm. said, obviously, about that perseverance and you was forever keep going, keep going. And, you know, that's an important thing of having that perseverance, even when things aren't aren't quite right. And 
I just started by going to the gym and looking at the weight machines. Um, so the plate loaded stuff and be like, right, okay, what does it say on this machine? What do I need to do? What muscle is it working? And just kind of figuring it out that way. Like never really did free weights, just obviously did that until I then kind of started going to gym classes and learned a bit in there. And then obviously I got a personal trainer because I was like, again, like you, you know, I want to lift heavier. I want to make sure I'm doing it right. Um, But for anyone that's wanting to just kind of step into a gym that may never have stepped in a gym before, like what would be your top tips for taking the steps like through the doors? (laughs) Probably just number one, just do it. Like I always say, like, don't knock something until you try it because you don't know like what like magic it can actually like unleash. And again, you've got to be rubbish at something. And I always go back to like the job thing. You've always been rubbish. You've been rubbish on your first day of your job, all right? But how did you get better? Well, you kept turning up. Okay, granted, yeah, you probably wanted the money from it, but... Yeah, there's that motivation there. But if you've got a goal, then, you know, that should be your motivation. Exactly. But you kept turning up, and that's the only way you're going to get experience, all right? So don't worry if you're rubbish at something. It's it's really good to be rubbish at something, because that's the way you're going to learn, all right? Just keep going. If I'd, like gone at 16 and then quit at 17 I never would have been here like recording this video now with all the knowledge I know and like I always like relate this to a driving instructor as well whenever we learn to drive we'd never we've got two options right we can hire a driving instructor which all of us do because obviously it's the sensible thing or we could learn to drive on our own now one that's going to take like so much more time and more likely you're probably going to crash okay but yeah you could do it for free but yet when it comes to our health and fitness, we never we never do that. So my advice is yes. And I'm not just saying this because I am a personal trainer. You are a personal trainer. Yeah. But please like mm-hmm. hire someone just to learn the basics like a driving instructor. So you have someone by your side, all right, teaching you all the fundamentals, changing gear, roundabouts, whatever it is. And then at one point, you are going to get to that expertise level where you can drive on your own. You've got to pass the test. Yeah, okay, 100%. It's not like fitness test to pass or anything. But you don't need that someone next to you anymore. And yeah, you're still not the finished product, 100%. You, um, I think it's very true. A lot of people say, like, you pass your test and then the real experience begins driving. And it's so true when you're out there on your own with, like, no one going, oh, do this now, do this, blah, blah, have you checked your mirrors? But that's, like, the funnest part when you can, like, take the reins or take the steering wheel, as it were, on your own. Um, whereas when there's someone sat next to you all the time, it's just like, mm, okay, well, this is good and everything, but I'd rather be on my own. And everyone does that driving without thinking. And when it comes to their health and fitness, we don't realize in a gym, okay, yeah, it is quite a dangerous environment. All right, machines, they're the most stable and safe way to lift a weight, 100%. So start there, please, for your gym confidence on a side note. But when it comes to free weights and barbells, geez, I've seen some things. And yeah, you over time, you can sustain injuries. You can drop a bar on yourself if you're lifting the ego and it's too heavy. You're not able to get it off. So please just start with someone to learn the basics. You don't have to be with them forever. All right. Not at all. It should just be like a driving instructor, teach you the basics. But if they're a good personal trainer, then I think you might want to stay with them. Because like we touched on before, it's not just like, oh, I've lost 10 kilograms now. All right. See you later. No, no, no. What's the next goal? You've now done that. That now makes you lighter to maybe, oh, let's look at muscle gain as an option yeah it's always the next goal the next goal the next goal so please yeah just stop wasting time like i did for years trying every fad diet like looking on men's health like look like wolverine doing this workout and it was just a workout anyone could do and it's not going to make you look like wolverine at all um learn the proper ways just so you don't waste any more time because yeah it's true life is short 
you don't waste any more time. You're educated and knowing what you're doing. So then eventually you can take the reins. But yeah, going back to just my number one tip, just start. That's all you've got to do. Like anything, please just start. It will get easier. You will suck at first. But the only way you're going to get better is by starting. But I hope that makes sense. And and I think if you're a little bit scared about going into the gym, the things I would say to people is one, plan a day and time that you want to go, that you're going to go. And obviously make sure you stick to that. Take a friend if you can, you know, if you've got yeah. a friend that wants to start as well. Um, most gyms are probably doing induction um, or a walk around or show you something or, you know, there's always someone on the gym floor, regardless of what gym you go to, um, that you yeah. can just kind of say, oh, is there anyone that could just show me? Um, the layout of the gym or even before you sign up for a membership just go in and just say hey you know I'm looking at joining the gym can you show me around you know that can then get you a little bit confident because someone showed you where the changing rooms are the toilets where like you say different areas of the gym are Um, you could ask them questions you know they are fully qualified personal trainers just because they're showing you around the gym doesn't mean that they are less qualified than anyone else you know I used to do that um, and ask them as many questions. I used to always ask people like what the goals are, what they're trying to achieve out of it. So then I could kind of tailor the walk around or the induction to kind of them. So that's a great way of kind of just knowing the area of the gym, having a walk around before you go, plan a day and time. Can you get a friend to go with you and then have a plan of action when you get in the gym? I don't care with clients if they're just going to go in, go to the changing room, go on the treadmill for 10 minutes, go back to the changing room and leave. It's about setting that routine in your life of going to the gym. And if you just want to go and do 10 minutes on the treadmill, still better than sitting on the sofa. You know, then the next time you might be like, right, I'm on the treadmill. I'm looking around. Right, okay, I can see um, a free weights machine over there or I can see this. Right, okay, I I think I can do that one. But I'm going to go and do that one. And it's about slowly building the confidence up over time. Um, with my clients, I use an app so they get a gym program from me so they can see what machine they're going to. It's got the instructions. It's got a video. It's got any information from me. And I will always say to clients, if you are struggling or you're not sure that you're doing things right, video yourself and send it over to me. You know, I'll just say, oh, can you send me a video of how this should be done? And I'm more than happy to do that. And it's just starting small, like I said, going in, just doing 10 minutes if that's all you want to do. And then building it up to 15 minutes to 20 minutes and then getting off the treadmill and going somewhere else. And I think the more you're in the environment, the more you get confident with the environment rather than like say at work, you know, you're in work like eight hours a day. You're going to get confident in that environment pretty quick because the amount of time that you spend in there. Whereas if you're only doing like 10 minutes in the gym once a week, it's going to take a long time to build that confidence up because you're not spending enough time in that area to be confident in that area yeah that's it and I, I think the um the best like analogy or quote I heard for, was from a James Smith podcast and he like he was like just remember every gold medalist Olympian or like Olympic swimmer couldn't swim at one point and that's when it really struck home for me I was like and it was like it's so true there was a kid let's talk, talk about Michael Phelps probably like one of the most famous ones of all time there was a point where he was whatever age it was, he probably started pretty early, where he like first went into a pool. He's never been in a pool before, right? And he probably sucked at it. But now look at him. If he'd never gone in that pool, he and if he'd never like carried on, carry on and carry on. Yeah, okay. It's like a lot of strict training and stuff like that. But it's besides the point. And if he'd never like gone in that pool for the first time, he'd never be where he was now. 
So yeah. you don't know what the future holds because obviously no one's psychic, no one's Darren Brown. You can't see into the future. But if you don't start, you don't know what it can like unlock. And that goes back to me, like saying when I was 16, it was like, yeah, okay, absolutely sucked. And I could nowhere near like seeing myself like lift the weights I do now or like having the better form, technique, stuff like that. Like looking back when I was like so depressed as like a teenager just from my body, like now looking at it, I was like, I could never have dreamt I'd be in this position. But again, going back to what we said, I'm still not happy. I'm still going. Yeah. <laughs> but if I'd just given up, then I never would have been in this position. So anyone looking just to start the gym, just do it, please. Yeah. I know it's like, it's so easy that you might be thinking, oh, well, it's so easy for you to say as personal trainers, blah, blah, blah. But no, everything we've talked about right now, we've been in that situation, okay? Yeah. Um, but- and like, say we've had a even like enhanced one where we've had to teach classes or you know, <laughs> had to do consultations and stuff. And that's even worse, you know? You're just on the other side. We're the ones that are having to like deliver that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you you probably think like we're there on the other end, like nice and confident, but we're, yeah. we're just like faking it. No one taught me how to teach a class. Yeah. You no. said, this is what you say at the beginning. This is what you say at the end. This is roughly a, a guide of how to do a class. And that was it. No. Yeah. And I remember like after delivering my first two proper PT sessions, basically I just started on the machines and I was like, right, out of 10, how hard did you find that? Let's just do three sets of 10. I kept it really basic. Yeah. And I drove home with like the biggest smile on my face because, yeah, they weren't perfect or anything. But I was like, oh, my God, I've started my career. I've taught my first ever first two PT sessions. And I feel it's always the fear in your head. Like it's like the anxiety and everything like that. And it makes it out so much more worse than it's actually going to be. And then when you actually do it, um, it's like, oh, well, actually, that wasn't actually too bad. Yeah, and, I, and I feel it's that, that fear, like you say, of building things up in your mind. And, you know, mm-hmm. everyone's watching me. And, you know, I used to take clients into the free weights area and we just go grab some dumbbells. We'll sit there for a minute. I'll go, right, look around. What's everyone doing? You know, and they're all looking down at the phone, looking at themselves in the mirror, chatting. They're not interested in what you're doing. And everyone feels the same. Everyone feels that everyone's watching them. And it's like, no one's watching anyone because you're all thinking that everyone's watching you. So, and it, and it's quite funny, like you say. Yeah, exactly. And I just say, like, everyone's worried about themselves. Honestly, everyone is feeling like this. Even if you see the big guys, like, grunting away, swinging weights, whatever, they they probably, they're, they're there because they're trying to better themselves, okay? That's why everyone is in the gym. And I feel like you need to treat it as, like, you don't care about any other cars on the road, do you? So just don't yeah. worry about these people in the gym, all right? Yeah. It's not like there's, like, a red Ford out there, and you're like, oh, my God, is he watching me, uh, <laughs> watching my indications, or oh, how I'm going to approach this roundabout? No, that doesn't happen at all. So, honestly, yeah. everyone is so worried about themselves. And if this makes you feel better... I'm still worried about, I still get insecure, okay? I still look at Can I ask you the question, like, I don't know how you feel. So obviously we've got our certain gyms that we might go to that we feel comfortable with. How do you feel if you're on holiday or if you go somewhere else or somewhere new and you go to, like, a brand new gym? Like, how do you feel stepping into that brand new gym, even with all your knowledge and obviously what you know? So I'm, I, I go in, like, two minds. It's, like, I step in and I'm a little nervous because I'm, like, oh, well, I don't really know where to go and everything feels different. Even though it's like a leg press, I know how to use it. It's a different machine. And I'm like, oh, that's not the one I'm used to. But at the same (laughs) time, I absolutely love going to a new gym. I don't know why. I just feel like this confidence and excitement comes on. I love going into like a new environment and trying it out. 
and it doesn't feel like I'm working out for some reason. It just feels like I'm really properly enjoying it. Yeah, um, like, in think, like a little playground or something. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> it's like one of those like adventure like parts of like the ball pits and stuff as a kid. And it's like all this new stuff to play on, um, like different weights, stuff like that, new people, uh, new music and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I get really excited and I need to go like train at different places more because I feel like, like anything. like Again, that grows your confidence by going to different places. Mm-hmm absolutely and training at the same place every day yeah it's good but sort of like when you work there and train at the same place but it's it does get a bit boring doesn't it it does a bit but it yeah it it has everything i need sort of thing and it's like more money to go train somewhere else more kept yeah. petrol driving so it's just i mean that's another good point you know keep the training interesting you know like if you're not going to get confident in something if you don't like doing it. And I will always say to clients, only do what you feel comfortable doing. Don't do things that you're like, oh, I don't like doing that. Like, I would never force anyone to go running because I personally don't like it. If you want to do couch to 5K, crack on. Like, that. that is fine. I will help and support you. But I'm not going to say to people, that's what you've got to do as part of my program because, you know, I would never force anyone to do anything they don't want to do. And I know if I go into a new gym for the first time, I take my own advice. I mean, obviously, I'll find where the changing rooms is, leave my stuff, and then I'll jump on the treadmill for 10 minutes. And on that 10 minutes, I'll just be scanning around the gym. What equipment can I see? What do I know? And like you say, I I train generally in a a pure gym. And I went to a JD gyms. The leg press is different. Like the hamstring curl machine's different. I'm just like, what is all this? Like, how do you get on it? And, you know, even as someone that knows what they're doing, even different equipment, different makes and models, you know, it things work a little bit differently and it's kind of like oh just gotta jump on this machine and I've just gotta put it on a low weight try it out where can I feel it do I need to adjust anything um so even I get like a bit like less confident going into a new gym especially and and I went on holiday last November to Jamaica so it was like really old equipment like really and the chest press you had to put your foot onto like a little pedal to to release the, yeah, the handle. I was like, this is really weird. But again, it was like, I'll just do two machines today. Right, okay, I know those two. Right, okay, go and go. I know, I know how to do a lap pull down. Let's do that. Oh, great, we've got a cable machine. Yeah. They had like a leg extension, which also flipped into a hamstring curl. And I was like, this is really weird. Um, you just like flip the machine. And, you know, again, it's, it's just we're confident to a certain extent, but we're not 100% confident in every situation. And I think if you remember that, it's just taking those steps and just pushing yeah. it a bit further, a bit more, a bit more, a bit more until you get confident enough to, you know, do what you want to do in the gym. Yeah, 100%. And just take each day as it comes, all right? Don't be worrying about like one month's time, two months' time. Just take each day. And as you said, just do what you can do and just yeah. do what you enjoy. And it, it it might take a bit of a while to learn the gym and stuff like that and then learn or find a form of training that you really enjoy. Um, but yeah, please don't be like, doing like hit classes and burpees and stuff like that if you don't enjoy them all right there again there is no like best exercise out there for like fat loss or anything like that um that's just a load of waffle <laughs> um yeah. you've got to find something you enjoy all right but obviously starting out it's going to take a little bit of time to find that and you're going to have to get familiar with the machines get familiar with everything else and like you said yeah it's weird isn't it like you go into a different gym and it's like, well, I've used leg press, but this one looks different. Oh, there's a different handle there. Uh, so, <laughs> and now, and then all of a sudden I get really like uncomfortable. I'm like, oh my God, I don't know how to use it. Am I going to drop this on myself? And I'll start feeling yeah. a bit like, 
oh god but i'm gonna look really stupid now but i'm a personal trainer so i should really know but it's like no it's new to me it's new stimulus yeah. so yeah it's absolutely fine to feel like that um so yeah if anyone's listening just um please don't worry we we all go through it and we we all feel it um and when something new does come along um yeah it is new to us it is um normal to feel uh very unnatural like and that's why a lot of people don't like change and stuff like that i remember moving gyms and you have to learn everything again learn the weights learn how thing works but over time it just becomes the new normal and you're like you look back and then you're like why was i so worried like everything's fine now but you had to start off in that uncomfortable position to get you to where you are now. Yeah. And I think the last point I kind of want to go on is like with classes. So obviously we've mm-hmm. both taught classes and like I used to always ask at the beginning, is anyone new? And I know it's really hard to kind of like put your hand up and go, yep, yeah, I'm new. Or have you never done this class before? Because yes, you might have done classes and you might not be new to the gym, but you might be new to that specific class. And if the instructor knows that you know, they're either not necessarily going to keep an eye on you and watch what you're doing, but they're going to make sure that you are safe in that environment. They're going to make sure that you are lifting the correct weight. You're not doing anything stupid. Um, so going in a class and saying that you are new or you're new to the class is, you know, it's not a bad thing. Like, like no. if I went and did some yoga and they went, is anyone new? I'd be like, yes, me. I, I don't know how to do it. Because again, you know, you've got that support um, from the teacher that can kind of show you. Um, and the instructor to watch what you're doing and like say make sure that you are safe in that class environment yeah absolutely and I completely agree with that like there's a yoga class in our gym that takes place and if I went in there there's clients I know who've been doing it for a while and very flexible stuff like that but if I went in as a PT I'd feel so stupid because I've never done yoga before in my life so I wouldn't have a clue what I'm doing I'm not that flexible and I just look like a complete novice so there you go there's a personal trainer going into a new class with clients who maybe aren't the most confident on the gym floor where I am but in that yoga class scenario they'd have more experience they'd be more confident so there you go tables are sort of like yeah um 100% with the gym class um it's sort of like the thing I do like about classes is the community Mm. um and like you can sort of like make friends there and there's other people there to support you so you're not the only one kind of thing you're not there just on your own on the gym floor thinking oh god am I doing this right yeah you do have an instructor there um to help you along with anything that you're struggling with so yeah classes could be a good starting point um but on the flip side again if you're doing like a hit class and you're on a sort of like a nine to five seat job sort of taking yourself from like impact one to impact a hundred so it might not be the best starting point you might not have the mobility standpoint to be doing that class to begin with so my advice is like sort of as you said start with like maybe just basic cardio machines and the free uh, sorry not the free weights um the weight training resistance training machines these are the best places to start with these machines have been built uh with you in mind so you can lift the weight in the most stable and safe position because think about it this way if you're on like a free weight bench press and you drop it you can't get it back up without someone to help you but if you're on a chest press in like the horizontal position just chest pressing up and then if you can't lift it you can just drop it and nothing happens your arms yeah. don't yeah. break or anything Such a like safe that. machine to kind of use obviously and like you say yeah. they the machines tend to put you in the position that you should be in. Yes, sometimes you can move the seat and the handles and things like mm-hmm. that, but they put you in a safe position where you can't really injure yourself. And like you say, if you drop the weight, all that happens is a loud bang. You know, yeah. you're going to injure yourself. And if you can't lift it, again, nothing happens. Like, you know, like you say, chest press, you can't push it. You just can't push it. Whereas, 
like you say, if you're doing an actual bench press and you're trying to push the bar away and you can't lift it, then you are stuck because it's going to fall back on you. Whereas with the machines, if you physically can't lift the machine or you can't move it, then, you know, nothing bad's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, it's not like like a red alarm bell is going to go off or something like, oh, this person can't lift the weight. They they can't um, do this exercise properly. Nothing like that's going to happen, right? No one cares. And what you've got to remember is everyone like has had their headphones in anyway, so they probably won't hear it. Um, mm-hmm. but I remember using the assisted dip machine for the first time. And this is the one machine where the table sort of turn on the weights. So you add more resistance. So the heavier you go, the easier it gets instead of the heavier you go normally, the harder it gets. And mm-hmm. I didn't realize this. So I was dipping away, I'd finished my set and then it was all the way at the bottom and I just stepped off and it just went bang and all eyes went on to me and I just went bright red and I was like, oh my God, I can never step foot in here again. But I did, I came back because no one remembers and no one cares at the end of the day. It's like they'll have that little bit of laugh, uh, laughter and I'll be like, oh, probably we've all been there. <laughs> yeah. um, but then they just crack on back with their workout. And... Yeah. Like, oh, who made that noise? Okay, nothing carry on so yeah ex- exactly that and what's the worst that's going to happen gym gym manager's not going to come over ah oh, you've uh bang this machine that's your membership cancelled people bang the machines on purpose yeah. to, to honestly that's the worst them. thing every rep bang 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 it's yeah like, look at look at me look right. how heavy i'm lifting i'm making all this noise it's like that yeah. that's not the aim of the game don't, don't be one of those people that's not what you want no just the last point on classes as well um I didn't think I liked spin classes because I was just like no don't like him not for me and then I got a PT and he taught a spin class on a Sunday he's like oh come to my class and I was like you know you get forced into it Mm. and absolutely loved it went on to teach spin class it was the best class I ever taught I loved it used to do a 30 minute and a 45 minute like the tunes blaring, everyone loved it. It was like a sold out class. Like obviously it was free because it was a pure gym, but sold out class every Saturday morning at like 8 a.m. Um, and absolutely loved it. So if you think, oh, I'm not going to like that class, the beauty of like JD and pure gym and all those chains is that the classes are generally free. Go in and try a class. If you don't like it, don't go back again, but yeah. make sure you try them all because like I said, something I thought that I was like, no, who does a spin class? I absolutely hate it. So then actually going to one, enjoying it, going to a few different instructors. Um, and I was quite picky. I was like, oh, I don't like their music. Oh, I don't like the way they teach it. Um, yeah. So even if you go to one and you're not quite sure in it, go to a different instructors because it could just be the instructor. You know, we don't all get on with everyone. We don't all have the same music taste or, you know, the way that we do it. Um, and it turned out that I absolutely love that class and then used to teach it like three times a week, you know, so it's goes to show that what you perceive to be something that you don't want to do. I don't think I'll ever change my mind on running, though. <laughs> but like, um, you know, just go to a few different classes and different instructors that teach different classes because one hit class, one fat burn, one spin, one legs, bums and thumbs is not going to be the same from a different instructor because as we've just said, we got no scripts of what we needed to do. Nothing at all. It was just teach this class. This is the muscle groups you're hitting. Off you go. Or this is the tempo that you need to be hitting. Off you go. And that was it. So we all just kind of not make it up. Obviously, there's a thought process behind it. But because of the way that it is done, everyone's class will be different. Yeah, absolutely. And again, you've got to trial all these different classes to find the one that works for you. Like you said, not everyone is going to work for you i remember like doing abs class and i was just like oh god this is, this is just pretty pointless these people don't need this and after the first set i was like 
you know what, I'm going to step in here. And I was like, I'm going to actually teach you how to contract the core. All right. And I'm going to teach you probably the only two exercises that you actually need for core and three you could do every day to start strengthening. And after that, they were like, oh, my God, I've never contracted my core like that. And that was me feeling unconfident. It's like, oh, I've got to stick to the normal, you know, uh, eight rounds of these four exercises, whatever it was. I was like, no, screw this. I want to help people. All right. And they were like, oh, my God, that's amazing. I can really feel that like work in my core. I was like, yeah, that's because you're just training your core and you're doing these waste of time exercises out there. And I felt so good after. I was like, I've actually taught like someone something that's actually going to help them now. And tomorrow, I think, starts my... I've been wanting to bring this new class in. Cause obviously, you get all the standard ones, legs, bumps, turns, spin, abs, crunch, body, black, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and I'm bringing in one called functional form because in classes, I see so many bad like form. And in like a hit class of like 40 seconds, 20 seconds off, you can't change someone's form, really. Yeah. But in this class, I want to like start teaching people the proper form. So we're going to run through like different exercises, making sure everyone's performing them right, and I can't wait for it. I'm I'm really excited. So I do enjoy teaching classes. I like the community. I like the buzz. And it's sort of like the same people. We're getting a little like family mm-hmm. sort of like vibe going. I do love that. Don't get me wrong. But I'm really excited to start this and start like helping people and like go outside the box of classes and not like the conventional ones. And if I can just do one thing to help one person, it's not even about trying to make them a client or anything like that. But it's just like, oh, my God, I can help you like pull your knees out of your squat when like you descend uh you're in a bit of spinal flexion this is how to fix this and it's just going to be great to show people and they'll probably be like oh my god I never, I never knew that before I've been lifting um wrong for years and I was like so was I until I taught myself this but if I'd never started at the gym I never would have learned so yeah just to finish from me just just start that's that's all I can say it's scary okay but it's just the fear in your head and I guarantee you when you do it it won't be as scary as you thought you'll come in endorphins will be pumping you'll be like Oh, I quite enjoyed that actually. I don't really know yeah. what I was worried about. So yeah, that's that's all I will finish on. Just just go for it and start. Yeah, so that has been an absolute great chat. So uh thanks great. for jumping on. Hopefully, um my clients have got some amazing value about that. And like I say, you know, sharing our insecurities in our journey. Yeah, um, so if anyone wants to follow you on Instagram or Facebook, what is your handle? Um so my handle is at obviously um Aventus, which is E V E n-t-u-s and then coaching um yeah so instagram's probably my best one um so that'd be great and i do like hints and tips on fat loss and like how to lift properly stuff like that so yeah please check it out if you would like that'd be great yeah so thanks for jumping on if anyone has got any questions after watching this um let us know or send us a message on instagram and i'll speak to you all soon